Hey folks, I'm Tom. And I'm Vince. Welcome to Friday Night Beers, a show where two guys who know too much about pop culture and not enough about beer try some beers and explain them in a way that you may understand. But that you probably won't, and it'll only make sense to us. Either way, we hope you'll be entertained. You know, Vince, we've been all over the world metaphorically on this show. We have, we have, and I think I think that we should get passports. We metaphorical should. passports that we metaphorically stamp. Yeah, we should. We should get a little collection. And I guarantee you that the listeners have never considered us going to where we're going on this fine episode of the show. Well, it is that time of year, as you can see. <laughs> yeah. None of our listeners can, but I have my <laughs> Detroit Tigers knit hat. I don't know if it's a tech. Is this technically a beanie? I guess so. I don't know. And I got to tell you, Vince, you look as cold as ice right now. You're as cold as ice. Willing to sacrifice our love. love. Yes, that's right, folks. We are going to the nation of Iceland. Shockingly, I learned this probably about five to seven years ago. Iceland is full of green and Greenland is full of ice. What? <laughs> How about that? What the? <laughs> Now you see. Now you understand. <laughs> yeah, folks, I can't wait to tell you about this beer, which is called Icelandic Arctic Lager. And Vince, why don't you tell the people where it's from? All right. It's from a brewery called Einstuk Algard. And the origin <laughs> is, and I'm about to butcher it, a career re New Orleans, Iceland. That's right. I, I, I hope don't that's know. right. I, I, I don't know, I, but it's, it's that hard is the to say. place. Uh, it is a lager, specifically branded an Arctic lager. Right. And it's clocking in at 4.7%. They describe it as Iceland's magnificent glaciers draw curious legions from around the world. You can taste the majesty in every sip of Arctic lager. Brewed with Munich and Pilsner malts and dry hopped with citra and cryo citra. What is that? Hops. Our Arctic lager delivers a full hop-forward aroma with medium body and a crisp, refreshing taste. The clean, crisp taste will quench your Viking thirst. Naturally sessionable and reminiscent of an IPA, the subtle flavors of citrus are balanced by a hoppy lager smoothness. Exclamation point. Vince, great job, and I think you did a nice job saying the the town of origin. Dude, that is... I'm going to call you Gregory because that name's a nightmare. Let's fucking crack this right now. Let's do it, man. Cheers, buddy. Let's get Arctic. Woo! Oh, yeah. Okie dokie. I'm going to give it a sip. So here's what I'm I'm curious about before I give it a sip. Is it going to have that Alaskan amber effect? Do you remember how cold that tasted? Uh, Yes. Well, I got to tell you, pretty damn smooth. Oh, yeah, that's good. It's not as freezing cold as we felt those Alaskan ambers were. That was the weirdest thing, man. Yeah. I will never forget that. Just drinking that, I was like, this yeah. just tastes cold. Yeah. And speaking of cold things, uh, I'd like to tell you a little bit about where Einstuk is. That is how it's pronounced, by the way. It looks like Einstock, but Iceland- yeah. Icelandic is a tough language. So Einstuk is in uh, the town that Vince mentioned earlier. Oh, oh, we're not going to try it. Akuryari. It's just 60 miles south of the Arctic Circle. So literally like about as far north as you can conceivably live. There the water flows from the prehistoric glaciers down the uh, Hilfal Mountain through 
ancient lava fields. So we're talking really old stuff here. Here's the thing I want to point out about this uh, this town. First of all, it is the fourth largest city in Iceland, but it only has a population of 17,000 people. And Vince, get ready for this. There's roughly the same number of people that live in Cleveland, Ohio, as live in the entire country of Iceland. So the mistake on the lake and the mistake on the glacier. <laughs> yeah. So just wrap your head around that. It's on the smaller end of countries. It's on the smaller end of cities, <laughs> of major cities. The country is not a major city. Sorry, it's a major city, but... Right, but imagine the fourth largest city is 17,000 people. I mean, there's Jeez. there's more people that go to Akron, Ohio games. Um, by the way, Einstuk is Icelandic for unique brewery. So there's that. They don't have a ton of information on their website, but they did mention that they only have five uh, year-round beers, nine in total, and it takes them about nine to 12 months to release a new style because they brew several versions to to get to the, the best possible one. Now, you mentioned the Citra Cryo Hops. Yeah, what the hell is that? So, Like, we know Citra. What's the cryo? So this is the cryo part. So these are hops that undergo a cryogenic process in which whole leaf hops are separated into concentrated loop lewin at an extremely low temperature, basically to preserve their essential oils and, and resin. And basically, this procedure creates a more potent and hoppy taste. So, oh, yeah, okay. I don't know if I fully understand that, but from my first sip, I did feel pretty hoppy and citrusy, even for what's supposedly a, a lighter lager. I'm not sold. I'm not sold. Alaskan Amber was an experience. I feel very strongly that this might be the first time where I can really discern a difference in the talent of brewers if I'm thinking about it from that main beer co perspective where they are, they're taking their time. They're taking a long time, just like these guys going through batch after batch. That's a superior product. Well, I'll I'll just be honest. Like I don't know a ton about Iceland, but it doesn't strike me as a country where I'm thinking craft beer a lot. You Which know? is wild because looking yeah. at like they've got a Viking here. Vikings are a big part of that uh, Nordic area and history. Right. Doesn't a beer feel like the most Viking alcoholic beverage? It does, but for some reason I don't connect that with the country of Iceland. You know, do you, I connect maybe it, that's on me. I connect it with the state of Minnesota, and I I do have to yeah. say this, and I I wonder where you fall on this. Minnesota Viking fans may be some of the most disgusting fans in sports. Oh, let's hear this I, one. I can't wait for you to, to just outline like, it. <laughs> they are if. From what I've seen in Chicago, they are rude, they are rowdy, They, which, listen, you're fine with rowdy. They are rowdy, a large, and I don't want to cast dispersion on this, but a large portion of the groups that I have seen are missing multiple teeth. It's not a good experience if you're not a Minnesota Vikings fan. I haven't had a lot of Viking fan experiences. But I haven't I... had a Steelers bar. <laughs> That's weird. She was awful. Well, I I think of Vikings fans, the the football team, as a team that's just had a lot of like disappointment. You know, they've been to four Super Bowls, they've lost all of them, and they've had some absolutely crushing playoff defeats. If you recall the '98 Vikings, 
that went 15 and one, and they lost on the Morton Anderson field goal in the <laughs> NFC Championship game. The Minneapolis Miracle, which was a game that they narrowly won. Yeah, they but, won. That was but a then they got good luck. But then they got pasted by the Eagles the next week. Right. Minnesota, I feel like, is kind of an underrated, cursed sports city because. Up until recently, the Twins hadn't won even a single playoff game they since lost the 80s. They lost 18 straight. Yeah. The Timberwolves have been garbage since the moment they got to town. No one really cares about them. Oh, they were good with Garnett and Sprewell for, for like while. Terrell Brandon, Stephon Marbury. For a couple years, but yeah. for the most part, they've been pretty bad. Fine, that's fair. Okay. Yeah, and then Minnesota Gophers football. I mean, what's been a single notable moment that they've had since we've been alive? Mm, Marion Barber. That's Great. probably it. Congratulations. The peak Lawrence of your... Maroney. <laughs> uh, maybe Eric Decker when he took his shirt off. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Well, that's not for us, though. Yeah, that's for a different crowd. I think let's let's get out of Minnesota. We don't need to be in Minnesota anymore. I have spent some time in Minnesota. I think Minnesota itself is great. I've just unfortunately encountered the underbelly of Minnesota Vikings fans. Sure. And it was not fun. What's your take on Vikings just as a whole? You, you like what they're all about? Don't know, truthfully. Like, part of me likes the rough and tumble of it all, right? And that they were kind of the first explorers. But I don't find them incredibly interesting, which seems wrong. What's not interesting about them to you? I don't know. I just don't want to learn more. Like, I want to learn more about Alexander the Great. I want to learn more yeah. about the Romans. Like, I want to learn more about all of the, the Ottoman empires, all these great empires. The Vikings were an empire to themselves, but, I mean, they are arguably the initial explorers, I guess because they did a terrible job of documenting all their explorations. We're, like, finding out years later you know, that they were um, there first. You know, I don't know how I feel about this take, but... You could say that they were kind of the original fraternity bros. Like they were they were really focused on a couple of things aggressively and they didn't really think much about their long-term future. Yeah, know? that could work. They it's just a bunch of rowdy guys getting together. They love drinking, they love just being with the boys, going out, pillaging. I mean, that part wasn't so nice, but they did do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think they would have enjoyed the remote work movement of, of <laughs> modern times. Are you kidding me? They could go anywhere in their longboats. <laughs> well, they would have liked the the freedom of not showing up to an office, but like telling them, like, hey, like you're going to be in front of a computer all day. Don't think that would have computed very well. I. It's one of those things where I'm talking shit right now, but I yeah. would never say this to a Viking's face. Yeah. Are you I, kidding me? I think I can't remember who posed it. Maybe it was an internet question, but it was like, how many of your friends do you think could take down like one regular Viking? They're almost like they're mythological at this point. Yeah. Like they're, I imagine they're all like six, eight. Well, you think of them as all like these amazing, beautiful, like Nordic gods, but like there were probably some pussy Vikings. Oh my God, dude. There was definitely a computer geek Viking. <laughs> there was definitely like a Viking who was just like tagging along. Like, do a Viking heist. If we do a Viking heist, you've got, can you imagine just like, one the yeah. the computer guy is still gigantic and he's just yeah. like frustrated cuz he keeps breaking keys. The Ocean's 11 but it's Vikings in like, you know, 1200 BC. Yeah, they don't even like there's nothing <laughs> subtle about it. They just burn the entire casino down. Yeah, they that's one con. They they weren't subtle, you know. They basically they just came at you as hard as possible. 
What's the best Viking-related piece of pop culture? Well, I think the most popular modern one's got to be Thor, right? Yeah. The Thor films based mm-hmm. on Norse mythology. Yeah. They don't, like, really admit that Thor is a Viking in those movies, but it's it's kind of implied. He's got a beard. Yeah. He's got a beard and long hair. I'll tell you when I when I really figured it out was, have you seen The Northman? Yes, dude. So hold, hold your thoughts on that. But like in that movie, they talk about Valhalla. And I was like, they just talked about that in Thor Love and Thunder. So does that mean? That was when I put that one together, unfortunately. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's like when I put together Every Kiss Begins with K. <laughs> I was way too old. I was like 15. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, I was, probably, I was probably too old to put that one together as well. Yeah. But did you like The Northman? Did you not like it? I mean, it was okay. It was like, it seemed like somebody saw the, um, God, what's the, what's the name of the guy from Game of Thrones? The swordsman. Uh, Nicholas Kloster Waldau? No, 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 no. The character, the swordsman, the one who takes on the mountain. You're talking about the hound? No, 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 no. The sword, what you got talking about? The swordsman who takes on the mountain and gets his... Eyes. Oh, Oberyn Martell, Pedro yes. Pascal. Yes, Oberyn Martell, and he, the entire time he repeats his mantra as he's winning. It's like somebody said, "I like that. I'm going to make a whole movie out of that." Because this guy does the same thing. What does he say? "I will avenge you, Father. I will." Yeah, and it's this over and over mantra. I was like, "My God, dude!" So here's what I'll say about the Northman. It's it's not a great movie, but there's a couple of things about it that are awesome. Like that one shot sequence when he's in the town and he's just killing all those people and his shirt's off. Yeah. That's pretty cool. The ending where it's like they're in a volcano having like that showdown. Yeah, that's cool. But con to that scene, uh, they're completely butt-ass naked. And there's a lot of full-blown male nudity in that There's also some weird stuff going on with Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Where she's seducing her son that she hates. Right. And he's like, he's thinking about it. Very Oedipal in that film. He is thinking about it. Yeah. There's like, they don't even make it like he's disgusted about it. He's like, oh, I didn't know this was on the table. I think think we're landing on the idea that the Northman is kind of like our take on Vikings. There's some stuff we like. There's some stuff maybe we don't like. I just don't, I don't know enough and I don't want to become educated on Vikings. That's where I'm landing. <laughs> don't, don't I care. wish I did, but I don't. Why don't we land this Viking beer into the glass? Yeah, let's take it in the glass. Let's see what we can do with that. Oh, I, it's clear. I think I'm settling on a, a Viking comparison that I, that I kind of agree with here. And I'm curious what you'll think of it. Okay. But let's give this a sip out of the glass first. Oddly a little better out of the glass. I thought it was about the same. Are you feeling any differently about this beer so far? No, 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 no. I I think this beer is Vikings for me. Like, I'm aware that it exists now, but I I don't really want to have more. Okay. I think um, I'm a little higher on Vikings than you are. I I like them, but I I also kind of like that I have some distance, you know? Oh, sure. I think that for me, this beer is reminding me of the film Beowulf. I'm talking about the new one. Wait, wait, wait. The one that was had some Uncanny Valley stuff going on? The one that's like CGI, but it's also real. But real people? Yeah. 
They like CGI'd Robin Penn Wright's face for no reason. That's correct. The yes. whole movie is like that. Yeah, it's very odd. So that's the thing. Like on paper, like I loved the book Beowulf. Like reading that in school, I thought that was like a cool story, and it's obviously very famous. But yeah, when the movie came out, I just wasn't expecting that. Like I wasn't like, wait a minute, this is like real actors, but it's it was almost like too early for like the AI wave that's going on now, where you see these like absurd creations yeah. on TikTok and whatever. I think it was also heightened by the fact that there's almost a fully nude Angelina Jolie who's like playing like a monster, but she's naked and it's like, what the fuck's going on here? Here's something interesting. Who, what female actress plays the best like uh, monster or animal villain? Animal villain. I have one in mind that'll give you an example <laughs> of where I'm going. So, um, okay. I think Scarlett Johansson as the snake in the Jungle Book, phenomenal. I was like, oh my god, wow. That was just this the voice, perfect. right? Yeah, that's just the voice. That's yeah. it. That's it. And I mean, if we're being honest, I don't know what version of Angelina Jolie they yeah. showed up, but that was not her. So it's pretty much just the voice there too. It. Beowulf to me is like somebody said, how can I make the audience incredibly uncomfortable without yeah. using nude? Well, they did use. Nudity, I think so. No, I mind. think the note was, how can we make this unnecessarily sexy? Like, did you see Polar Express? <laughs> I want that, but worse. <laughs> I want Polar Express, but I want there to be a, a naked monster sex scene with Angelina Jolie. You know what? I think where I'm at is Viking is unrefined. There's nothing refined about yeah. it. Like, and for all the brutality of some of these other empires, they still carried an air of civility. And Vikings are untamed. They're not civilized by the yeah. same. And I think that this beer kind of fits into that too. And that it's like, this beer to me is roughing it a little bit. It's rough around the edges. It is, I'm sure they spend like nine to 12 months, like they say, but it's Iceland versus the United States or one of these other places with a lot of brewing history. Yeah. They're just, they're at a disadvantage. And so in their arena, it's great. But when you take that outside and compare it to everything else, it loses some luster. And that's fucking Vikings too. I don't disagree with you, but I actually like the feral nature of this beer more than you do. Like I kind of, I kind of dig that I can't pinpoint one thing about this beer that I like more than others. And I ironically, I think that the description is more refined than the actual product, which kind of makes me think that you just can't contain the Viking essence into a 12 ounce can. Yeah. Makes me wonder what some of their other beers are like too. Cause like some of the stuff they make is seasonal. Um, some of it's like definitely more geared towards like the cold, which makes sense because mm -hmm. they live in Iceland. But I'm trying to think right now, like, who are some modern-day Vikings to you, like, in sports or, or oh, culture? okay, so, like, a modern-day Viking, just, when I, let me tell you what I'm thinking of on that. So, yeah. like, like, an Arnold would be not modern-day, but Back in, in that the realm, day. like, just yes. kind of, basically, gigantic oafs, more or less. I got someone in mind immediately. Okay, go for George it. George Kittle. Oh, dude, actually... George Kittle, I don't know, man. Like, he's got to do something about his hair. 
because that guy looks like he is he looks like he's going out to be an extra in American History X. <laughs> but he he's a bro. He's an oaf. Yeah. He throws his body around. Well, maybe Gronk would be maybe Rob tonight. Gronkowski. Yeah. yeah. But I the hair was kind of throwing me off with Gronk. He's got like a military crew cut going. Yeah. <laughs> <It is. laughs> I party in every aspect yeah. of my life, but when it comes to my hair, I don't fuck around. What about Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe has like he still has an air of like refinement to him. It his his lack of civility feels like an act. It doesn't feel natural. Like the when I found out that he was throwing phones at hotel staff, I was like, that right. doesn't sound right. I've heard some terrible stories about him. And like, other than his painful appearance in the Les Mis musical, I don't think that he really has a lot of like self-titled class, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Um, I feel like he's a guy who likes to fucking slam beers and swear and watch rugby, which is way more Viking to me. Yeah. Uh, Gerard Butler. Um, he might be the number one pick. That dude's that dude's a Viking through and through. He doesn't give a shit, dude. Either. Have you try? Have you seen that guy try an American accent? It's brutal. It doesn't even sound like he's trying. Have you seen the movie Den of Thieves? No, <laughs> he, no. He, he there's a scene in that movie where he's he's on this team of cops. They're trying to find these like bank robbers. And the cops are way shittier people than the bank robbers. I don't know if that was intentional or not, but like that was how the movie was playing out. And they go to a Benihana and they bring these strippers to a Benihana to like hang out. And they're like, he goes up to the bank robbers who happen to be there and he goes, yeah, man, so much great ass here at Benihana. I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) People don't go to Benihana to get laid and they don't show up with strippers. They're like, yeah, man, this is what we do here. I'm like, this movie is fucking out of control. You've lost me now. Yeah. I still finished the movie, but I that was a tough scene. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, Vin Diesel could be Viking, almost. But he's so obsessed with family, he has to leave his family for months on end as a yeah, Viking. I don't think that would true. work for him. Um, it's a good, definitely a good lifestyle if you don't have a family. That's for sure. Who's like a who's a super bearded, scraggly looking guy? Oh, Momoa. Jason Momoa, yeah, but I he's think so he's associated with like island giants. He's pretty chill. I don't think that he's like a like a rough and tumble, angry guy. He seems like somebody who could get down with some pillaging. Yeah, under like the right circumstances, but I don't know. I think he's here for more of a good time than a than well, a rough time. What's a better time than pillaging? <laughs> Well, some aspects of pillaging are cool, but what would you say is the coolest aspect? <laughs> like rank them. What? Uh, yeah, you can use your imagination how on we, that. How do we get Tom canceled for <laughs> behavior that hasn't happened since the 1400s? Podcast host ranks his favorite parts of pillaging. <laughs> Speaking of rankings, Vince, what are we ranking? Uh, this lovely Icelandic Arctic lager. Two point five out of five Vinces. There's no need for me to um, mince words here. It's Vikings for me. I get it. It's supposed to be impressive, but it's just not for me. Good beer for, you know, sitting around the house, having a few. You could definitely, crushability factor is pretty high. Good beer, but it's a 2.5. That's kind of a low score. I've elevated, I feel like I've unfortunately elevated my palate. And like at this point, I figured out what I like. I know what it is. And it's not this. 
Yeah, I'm going to go a totally different route. I'm giving this a 3.75 out of 5 times. It turns out I have a lot more time for Vikings than, than you do. And, yeah. Um, well, I'm, I really, I'm too busy thinking about the Roman Empire. Yeah, I, I enjoy this beer, you know. And I think if people looked at the two of us, they would say, I'm more Viking than you. That's probably fair to say. Yeah, probably, for sure. But I don't know if I have a give it a full-throated endorsement. It's a really good beer. I'm enjoying it. Um, you're a closeted Viking. <laughs> closeted. You're, you're not willing to tell the world you're a Viking. I don't know if Vikings had closets, but yeah. <laughs> you're not willing to tell the world that you fully want to pillage at all times. <laughs> you're right. I don't want to fully commit to that. Hence why I wouldn't rank my favorite pillaging activities. Oh, but he's got them, folks. But wait. Check out our Patreon show where I rank... All of those. For $25, you can hear Tom's top 10 parts of pillaging. <laughs> and for $0, get ready for this segue, you can subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a follow on social media. Maybe follow us on a Vikings journey through our old catalog. What do you think about that, Vince? Oh, yeah. That's send, a- send your least favorite episode off with a Viking funeral. Good. I did forget that that is like a cool thing they do. Yeah. Well, glad you figured it out right at the end. But until next time, I'm Tom. I'm Vince. This has been Friday Night Beers, where we have clear eyes, full cans. Must booze. We'll see you in Iceland.